Welcome to the To Read List. I'm Bailey, and this is a podcast where I attempt to get through the 138 unread books on my shelf. With me, as always, is my friend Toby. Hey. My brother, Andrew. It's summer. And my husband, Dylan, is the sound recordist. It really is summer. <laughs> that wasn't even a good one, Dill. Oh, I, it made me giggle. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a little mini-sode, and it is summer, you know. We're, we're, it's Bailey's June. even triple upping you. <laughs> it is summer, if I say. And I thought, you know, we should talk about some summer reading. And I have several topics I would like to bring up and that we can go through and talk about one by one. Sounds good. Okay. Bailey, I just imagined you opening a binder, pulling out a piece of paper from one of those protective sheets that clips into a three-wing binder, and then like commencing a meeting like a real dork. Mm. And it felt true to character. Well, I do have a little notebook, but speaking of that, you know what my favorite thing was? Buying school supplies. Did you guys like to do that? You mean at the end of summer? Yeah, the end of summer. <laughs> so you <laughs> mean your favorite part school. of summer was when it was over? Oh. My favorite parts of summer is the crisp fall air. <laughs> <laughs> I like assembling leaves. my binders. My favorite part about <laughs> summer is having hot cocoa next to the fire right after the Christmas present. <laughs> <laughs> I liked buying school supplies, but... Certainly not my first thought when I come to summer, but you do you. (laughs) So let's go through, you know, our reading biographies. So starting early. So let's say like (laughs) elementary school. What was your guys' experience with summer reading? Did you guys ever participate in like a library reading challenge? Yes. Uh, When you proposed this topic for this mini-sode, I was thrown back into one of the episodes of Shame from my early childhood, Uh which is uh, my school had a summer reading program, uh, and it was one of those ones where you recorded how many pages you read, and then you put them in on a sheet, you sent them back, and Mm -hmm. you would get prizes, whoever read the most or whatever. And I uh, (laughs) wildly lied on my summer reading sheet. Thing is, is like, I did read a fair amount in the summer. I enjoyed reading. You're very well read. I mean, this is in elementary school, so I wasn't like cranking through too many. But I would just go through my entire house and pull out the biggest books I could find off my shelves, (laughs) check the page count, and write it in the slot. I mean, my dad was a pastor for a while, so we have a lot of like long books on like biblical analysis. And I would like write down like the book of Luke according to... (laughs) blah 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 like 900 pages and so i came up with something absurd like thousands and thousands of pages read and i and i remember turning it in and being like sweet sweet prizes here we come and obviously someone went through my list and was like this kid is a liar like like i never got in trouble but i never got the prize and i think i worked out why and i just kept my mouth shut and i was like okay you, you got me. And then I think I tried it again the next summer. It still didn't work. It's just funny because I bet like if you had actually sincerely done it, like yeah. you probably would have read I would have at least amount. been in the running, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so that's my dramatic confession from elementary school. Uh, elementary school Toby is like crime and punishment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they miss her up. Yeah. The anatomy of melancholy. There you go. <laughs> yes. Uh, Andrew, did you do library reading challenges with me? Maybe that was just me. I don't know if the library stopped doing them or it just sort of, you were maybe the driving force because I did them when I was really young and it was a similar idea, Toby, except it was about the amount of books read, not the amount of pages. Bailey will have a better recollection of this, but it wasn't a competition between students. There was like a prize you got by reading a certain amount of books Mm -hmm. and a prize you got by reading another. So it wasn't like Mm -hmm. as cutthroat and maybe would have encouraged you not to cheat as much. Mm -hmm. Um, Yes, it's there. But yeah, I have fond memories of that. (laughs) Uh, I have fond memories of doing it, um, but it was really the era where I was like reading picture books. 
I didn't like crank through anything too impressive during that time, but I, I liked going there and getting like a sticker on the board. It was fun. Now, Bailey, tell me how it actually went because I was very young. I'm getting all these memories. I'm getting memories. <laughs> this is not during the summer, but there was this program. <laughs> What do you so have just, against summer? So imagine the snow <laughs> is deep on the ground. Uh, I think this was like also elementary school, but there was a program called the Pizza Hut Book It program. And it oh. involved yes. having to read and record the books you read. And then once you read a certain amount, you got a free personal pan pizza at Whoa. Pizza Hut. Isn't a personal pan pizza like as big as your hand, yeah. like encircled hands, but as in kid, not that big? But I mean... That's huge. That's that was true. Like okay, as a child, huge. yeah, I, I would have been very excited. Also, in Maine, there were not a lot of Pizza Huts. There was like one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For the context here, you had to drive like 35 to 40 minutes to get to that Pizza Hut. Yeah. Wow. I think the only one was past the Maine Mall. Yeah, like, South Portland. Yeah. Farther down that road. Oh, yeah. So that was an accomplishment, and it was like, whew. Bailey, did you get that personal pan pizza? Oh, several. <laughs> I remember that mostly because I don't think it lasted until I was old enough to really do it. Ooh. So I, I only remember it in having missed out. I think it's like <laughs> That's a very small window of people did it. Maybe just people from New England or maybe just people born, you know, 1986 to 1988 or whatever in Maine. <laughs> whatever it was. But the people that remember it, remember it. <laughs> So, okay, so then that's elementary school. And then middle school was like, here's your list. You pick you pick one to read. Mm-hmm. So then high school was, this book is assigned and you have to have it done by the first day of class. Yes? Did you not have that, Toby? I don't think so. Wait, uh, what? Wait, do you ever take AP classes? No, I took no Sorry. AP classes. I had zero college credits going into college. Whoa. Imagine that, Bailey. <laughs> I, I didn't have any. Well, right. I took AP classes, what? but I didn't do well enough to get the credits. Oh, oh. Well, you see, when you're like me, <laughs> you can go to level two English courses when you enter college because you got a five. I don't know. I'm good at. Sen- <laughs> I got five on several. <laughs> Both I'm not a good test taker. <laughs> well, I got a lot of fours. I'm a lot of four level AP. You know what? <laughs> I got placed into advanced Latin. So. That's something. This is our most contentious mini I'm not trying to be a smug butthead. Bailey is so much better than me academically that I have to hold on to the small victories I had as the other child. So, wait. So, you didn't have, like, a a book? I don't think I was ever assigned summer reading, no. What? Yeah, it's pretty dope. Three whole months to read whatever you want. Only AP classes did that. So, you didn't have to do anything over the summer? I read things like What is the What by Dave Eggers. All by myself. Yeah, no, I didn't have to, I didn't have any assigned anything over the summer. Okay. I had to work jobs over the summer. Listeners, please let me know. I, I can't, this can't be just me and Andrew. Andrew, you obviously did too, of course. Yeah, we read a lot of the same books. Yeah. yeah. We had to read like The Grapes of Wrath. Nope. Never read nope. it. Nope. To Kill a Mockingbird. I mean, I read it yes. for normal class. Um, fall school. <laughs> for so. fall school. Fall school. I had to read Things Fall Apart by Chinua Achibe. Nope. Yes. Um, I had to read Crime and Punishment. No. I did not have to read that one. I had to read Waiting for Godot, and I had to read Their Eyes Are Watching God. That's a good book. Mm -hmm. I read that by myself. I remember you reading uh, Crime and Punishment on the couch at our mom's house and taking these insane notes and then <laughs> you being so prepared and i remember you coming back and you probably obviously remember this better because it's your memory um but i remember you being shocked that no one else had done that level of work and is that correct bailey of course i don't remember that 
I remember that so much. <laughs> so growing up, Andrew and I went to summer camp and I was like a camp counselor. So I would come back and this particular summer, this was before AP English, I only had like two weeks to read um, and I hadn't started Crime and Punishment or Ooh. Their Eyes Are Watching God or Waiting for Godot. Ooh. And I had to do... To be clear, you couldn't read at camp for whatever reason? Well, I'm not sure. She's actually, taking care of children. This was one of my favorite things that... Ha- my favorite experiences with my mom. I was in camp and I was I called her like halfway through. I'm like, I don't have time. I, I can't concentrate on these books. She's like, Bailey, when you get home, we're going to figure it out. And oh. I was like, oh, that's really nice. So, yes. But part of the AP assignment was you had to fill out this notebook that was like an active reading notebook. It was an entire... I filled out an entire composition book with notes. Wow. So it was crazy. And I spent a week laying on that couch reading Crime and Punishment. And I just started like cracking my shoulder <laughs> to focus. And to this day, I still do that. Huh. So thank you, Russ Kolnikoff. Yeah. <laughs> and well, have you read Crime and Punishment? No. Anyway, this is not that interesting of a topic because I feel like you don't have a similar experience, Toby. Toby's um, eyes were watching TiVo. Yeah, no, 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 no. Let's yeah, talk about. Yeah. I, yeah, I just didn't really do it, and I didn't really. No, but you did make me think real quick uh, about the fact that uh, even though I've loved to read ever since I was a little kid, I have hated reading school assigned books. So even as a person who enjoyed reading, I read maybe fifty percent of the books that they assigned me to read in high school. I, this is like mind blowing to me. <laughs> yeah, and I would like spark notes them or read like you know summaries. But or you love to read. Yeah, but I really didn't like someone, like just the fact that I was made to do it made me dislike books. And sometimes I could tell, I was like, ooh, I think I might like this book if I wasn't being made to read it for school. So you're oppositional defiant. Yeah, well, obviously not for this podcast, so it worked out. (laughs) Andrew, please tell me that you did the assigned reading. It was just (laughs) me? Please, please. (laughs) No, I did all the assigned reading for the summer. I can think of one time in high school where I didn't read the book. (gasps) I don't think I finished The Scarlet Letter. Um, I'm sorry, Mandy Peasley, my teacher. <laughs> the paper turned out okay. Well, that's why you got a big red F. <laughs> so I think they took it easier on us by the time I came around to high school because it was never that serious, Bail. Oh. I mean, we read a lot of the same stuff. I mean, we had To Kill a Mockingbird. We had Things Fall Apart. I also had to read Profiles and Courage by JFK oh, um, for huh. AP History. I remember that one. Senior year, and this was something I really liked about what they did, is we were going into AP comprehension, like the AP English course, and you had a list of classics that would be like expected that you know. So they like pick one from the classics list because you're going to need to write papers based on these sort of famous things. And I started reading um, Tale of Two Cities and I just couldn't get into it. <laughs> I will go back to it and I'm sure I could get into it now, but I ended up reading the Red, Bad- Red Badge of Courage and then... They had a list of like modern books, and I thought it was a really smart thing to do because it was like, we know that you're going to resent having to pick one of these classics, but these are all the fun books that people have been saying are really good recently. You can read one of those, too. And that's where I first read The Kite Runner, Um, and so I'm really grateful I got to do that because that's, to this day, one of my favorite books. So... Yeah, that was, a, I think, a fun way of doing it. Instead of assigning you three books that you had to fill out a composition notebook about, <laughs> they let you pick one fun book and then also pick a book that was not Crime and Punishment. Uh, got to go a little more simple with like a 160-page book in Red Badge of Courage. It seems like they fixed it by the time you came around, because that is a good system. 
Yeah, that's a much better system than yours. <laughs> so just to recap, we have uh, the highlight of Bailey getting the personal pan pizza uh-huh. and Andrew being totally denied. But then on the flip side, yeah. Bailey had to fill out the compositional notebook and they uh, ban- abolished that by the time Andrew rolled Yeah, I around. would trade a pizza to not have to read Crime and Punishment and two other books and take notes in but two weeks. isn't Crime and Punishment on your to-read list? Ooh. It is. So it was coming for you no matter what. Ooh. Eventually it'll get me. I actually, yeah, I might have to get a new copy of that. You can get yourself a personal pan pizza when you finish it. Ooh. You're an adult. I'm an adult. I can get myself two full size pizza. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, right now my cat is meowing because he is stuck on top of a pile of books. This is my summer reading. So this brings us to our third act, our final act. Summer reading today. <laughs> summer reading of death. Of death. <laughs> Do you approach summer reading any differently than you would approach like winter reading? Do you pick like more fun books in the same way that people would read like or go see a blockbuster versus like going to see an Oscar movie? Or do you just read the same kinds of books all the time? And what are you reading right now for the summer? So I don't know if I actually think about it as summer in that way. Um, I think of things as like beach reads or vacation reads. Mm -hmm. And then those happen to line up with the summer a fair amount. But I'm not good at picking books that are actually fun to read on those. I remember distinctly going on a a trip to a lake house and I brought two books with me. I brought Sing Unburied Sing, which is great, but it is still on my to read list because it. I had a similar experience that you had to White Teeth, Bailey, Yeah. Uh, where I was like, this is great, but it is not what I want to read like Relaxing by the Lake right now. Mm-mm. Yeah. And then I also brought Inferno, World at War, A History of the Second World War by Max <laughs> Hastings. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. <laughs> so I'm not good at it, but right now, uh, at your recommendation, I think everybody on this podcast recommendation, I just started reading uh, Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell, um, which I thought would be a fun sort of book to read in between assignments on the to read list. Yes. Yeah, I'd, I'd say uh, similarly, like I don't I don't consciously change up my reading habits over the summer, but I definitely do have the idea to choose a fun book for vacation and the very same problem as Andrew, where like I choose something way too serious or surprisingly heavy <laughs> for vacation. But yeah, right now, I don't think I'm reading anything differently than I, than I normally no, just do. just normal? Yeah, just normal. But what are you reading? Yeah, what are you reading? I'm reading Trust Exercise by Susan Choi. I agree with all of you guys. I just want to say one thing that's different about me, which is my birthday is in the summer. My <laughs> birthday is July. July 1st. So that means I often get gifts of books. And so I feel like summer is my time for reading like the buzzy books of the year mm. where it's like, oh, I'm going to splurge and get the new book. Like I read um, The Girls by Emma Klein, uh, Sweet Bitter. Oh, like, that's on my to read list. Yeah, like books that are like new and buzzy and just came out. And I'm like, I'm going to splurge and get the brand new copy. Nice. In terms of what I'm reading right now, I'm reading <laughs> classic literature, Baby 411. Mm. How to take care of your newborn. (laughs) Is that the... How to not lose your newborn. (laughs) (laughs) Put a bike lock on it. It's going to be an experience, but you know what? (laughs) We'll get through it. Also, Uh, you're reading Learning to Sing. I'm also reading Learning to Sing by Clay Aiken. (laughs) But that's just for you guys. (laughs) (laughs) You try to read at least uh, one American Idol autobiography per summer, right? Right. But, you know, there's so many. Yeah. It's hard to choose. And they're all called Learning to Sing. Yeah. Well, listeners, if you have experience with summer reading or the Pizza Hut Book It program, please send us an email. Love to hear from you. Especially the Pizza Hut Book It program. You can also send us a personal pan pizza. Ooh, yeah. yes. Also make sure to include your test scores for any AP classes you had. So next week on the podcast, it is 
My Last Book Before My Maternity Leave, Learning to Sing by Clay Aiken. <laughs> nope, full title. Learning to Sing, Hear the Music in Your Life by Clay Aiken. <laughs> it's, not just learning, it's not just learning to sing. It's also about colon, Hearing the Music in Your Life. Hearing the Music in Your Life by Clay Aiken. And Alison Glock. And Alison Glock. <laughs> Probably mostly Alison Glock. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> uh, and Toby's reading Sharp Teeth by Toby Barlow. And that's next week. So... Thanks for listening to the To Read List. If you'd like to get in contact with us, you can email the To Read List podcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Goodreads at goodreads.com slash the To Read List podcast. We're on Facebook and Instagram at the To Read List podcast and on Twitter at To Read List pod. Thanks to Toby and Andrew for co-hosting the podcast with me, to Dylan for sound recording, to Miss Jillian Beth Durkee for composing our intro song, and to Patrick McGran for remixing it. See you next week. Happy reading. Books, 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 books. books, books. books.